So, our president of Kenya, President Uhuru Kenyatta, has recently signed in a law which actually signs out side pieces from getting any of the wealth from the guy they were fucking. Now, the law is actually an amendment to the Law of Succession Bill 2019, which was sponsored by a Homer Bay MP, and as they say, it was a bill sought to amend the definition of the word dependent so as to lock out quote-unquote legitimate spouses from inheriting the property of a deceased person. Now, when you kind of listen to this, now it's going to make political funerals that less interesting now. Although at the same time, it actually might not. I know what I said, and I know it sounds a bit contradictory, but let me just kind of explain it like this. So as per the article that I read on this entire story, because I didn't have the time to actually read through the entire act, it says, and I quote, in the new law, a dependent is defined as the spouse and children of the deceased, whether or not maintained by the deceased immediately prior to his death. Others who are considered as dependents are the deceased's parents, step-parents, grandparents, grandchildren, stepchildren, children whom the deceased has taken into his family as his own. Brothers, sisters, half-brothers and half-sisters who are being maintained by the deceased immediately prior to his death. Now, it goes on to say, and I quote, The law, however, gives room for the non-conventional dependents, including secret lovers, to fight for their rights if they feel aggrieved by the decision to lock them out of the deceased's wealth. A person not named in this section shall not be a dependent for the purposes of this act unless the person proves he or she was maintained by the deceased for a period of two years prior to the deceased's death. End quote. Now, if you kind of kind of pay attention to the entire article or, or at least the bit that I read, then you know very well that you'd find that most side chicks would probably get locked out. But as it says here, that the law, however, gives room for the non-conventional dependents, including secret lovers, to fight for their rights if they feel aggrieved by the decision to lock them out of the deceased's wealth. And when you kind of see that, then you can see that they have a fighting chance. Although I feel like this will probably stir up more problems at funerals than previously before because usually what would happen before is say a politician would pass on then they'd go they'd bury the guy then some story would pop up on the news oh someone is claiming to be the politician's son or daughter or secret wife or some shit and you know people can lose their shits about it and this bill is actually supposed to fix that the only problem is if this guy's been sending you money within a two-year period then you can still come out and claim some of his wealth. If you were a side piece and you had a kid with this guy, the fact that he was supporting the kid is a grounds for you to go and claim wealth. So if anything, most of these side chicks now are going to try fucking these guys so that they can get kids by them. And they're going to be like, no, 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 you know what? We're safe. We're safe. Boom. I'm pregnant. Boom. I'm not having an abortion. All of a sudden, shit goes south. So... Either way, like I feel like this law tries to protect niggas, more so politicians, but still fails at protecting them because at the same time, it just tells these babes exactly what they need to do so that they can claim a bit of his inheritance. So if anything, then that probably means that the dramas at funerals are probably going to go up. So we're probably going to have more news in our news stations very, very soon. 
But that said, while a politician's death is something that some people might look forward to, what I do look forward to is this podcast starting, which I probably should do. And I usually like to do it in my very typical fashion where I start by saying... Welcome to Breaktime on Westside, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who always emphasizes on pull-out game, because this law clearly does not protect you with that one. He is a man who still considers jumping to conclusions as a form of cardio. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, the drill is pretty simple. If you know the drill then you can repeat it with me if you don't know the drill then you can just listen because sometimes it kind of sounds like a song it's usually more or less the same things that i'm saying and it relates to how it is you can contribute to the episodes of tweet street happening because it is all about the sayings of others so if you'd like to be a contributing part of these episodes then it is pretty simple because as i usually say you see that tweet you like that tweet you want us to discuss that tweet you send that tweet you send it to the dms of at bagaka the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle and i will take it from there and i will handle it accordingly on facebook and ig if it happens to be one of those screenshots one of those screen grabs that might have originated from twitter but they were taken and pasted on facebook or ig then you can send it to at breaktime on west side the dms are always open and i will take them from that and i will handle them accordingly now i want us to get into the tweets real quick but before i do that i want us to just kind of agree on the rules of engagement when it comes to relationships and domestic abuse because i feel like that is so much an equal measure that is given to the reactions and the behaviors of different genders when it comes to domestic abuse which is something that i find to be particularly concerning because domestic abuse happens across the board men get physically emotionally and mentally abused by their women women get physically emotionally and mentally abused by their men or you know if if you do subscribe to the lgbt then the same case still counts but what i do tend to find quite annoying is how sometimes you find that whenever a woman commits some form of domestic abuse to a man it's like the measures on this woman are supposed to be more lenient as opposed to when you switch the genders now a very typical example of this took place when somebody posted up a a facebook screenshot whereby it was sort of like a story where supposedly a wife burnt the husband's private part with hot water after he threatened to marry a second wife now this was posted up on a whatsapp group that i currently am in and when i saw the comments that were coming in from some of the babes that were talking there i found it to be particularly concerning because what the babes were actually saying was the guy shouldn't have provoked her why did the guy provoke his wife and it seemed like a justification i'm not saying that it entirely is but it seemed like a justification and that's where my problem lies because it's something that i've seen happen a lot and when you're finding somebody coming out to say that you're like why the hell is it that it's suddenly where the line is drawn but if you flip the genders oh it doesn't matter whether she provoked you or not you shouldn't have hit her like with guys were expected even in the line of provocation to not react hell even in the line of self defense were not expected to react like apparently we can walk away or we can push her or we can find a way and get out of that situation but with babes apparently it's enough grounds for you to do something about it and you know it's justified to a certain degree 
which I think is absolute bullshit. Because as men, it's not like just because we're born with possibly 50% denser muscle or some shit or we're possibly 50% stronger that, you know, we also come with 50% more restraint. It's not like we come with, with an additional level of restraint and our emotions aren't as potent. Like, don't get me wrong, each and every person has their own levels of rage and anger and emotion and there's ways that they will express themselves to do it. And I honestly feel as though if the man probably gauged some of his situations out, maybe he wouldn't have gotten there. But still, that said, it is not that us men have an easier time holding back. It's just that we're compelled by both moral, social and legal laws to actually do it. But for babes, because they're not compelled by all of these laws, it's like some of them feel like because they're angry and because they're hurt and because they have rage, they're allowed to express themselves in violent ways, which is actually wrong. It's totally and utterly wrong. And frankly, I'm one of the people that believes that when it comes to violence, it's all about equal measure. So if you're hitting your man, do not be surprised if he hits you back. Because at that point, I'll feel like it's utterly justified. Because you revoked your rights as a lady the moment you started hitting this guy. And I know that there's babes that are going to come out and they're like, no, it's not the same. The woman is weaker. Then why the fuck are you going up against somebody that's possibly twice as strong as you? Like, don't you think that that's utter stupidity at its best? Like, I don't know, maybe it's just me that thinks this way. Maybe it's just me. But why the hell are you going for somebody that is physically more superior than you and trying to hit at them? You know very well that if they actually choose to let themselves loose on you, you have no chance. And this cuts across for both men and women because even guys will go and try to go up against somebody that's bigger, stronger and possibly better skilled than them. And when they get whooped, we usually look at those guys and we call them stupid because they did not measure out the situation to actually consider if they'd come out on top. But with babes, it's like, oh, she's the weak agenda, so you probably shouldn't have hit her. Like, anyways, bottom line is, violence knows no gender. And if this story is true, then I hope the woman is incarcerated or some shit. And if it's not true, either way, a verbal provocation should not permit physical violence. But anyways, that said, we should probably move it on to the tweets. So on to our very first tweet. Scientists are working on a Viagra for women. What a waste of time. It's been around for years. It's called money. Alright, this I totally disagree with. I absolutely disagree with it. And maybe it's because I know for a fact that there's babes that get a lot of money from different guys that have probably and will probably let me hit it for free. Like, it's not even about the money like that. Like, I feel like, yes, having money can make a woman get more attracted to you, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be a much better sexual partner for them. Like, if if I probably took this to somebody that knows a lot more about sex than me, somebody like, I don't know, Mr. Maurice Madeka, he'd probably tell me that instead of making a Viagra for women, probably we should start by making goggles for guys so that they can see where the G-spot is. Or, you know teach guys you know techniques of 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 making a woman orgasm in the first place instead of looking for something that'll actually keep them going and i'd probably agree with that because a lot of us guys 
could probably continue banging our babes time and time and time again for a long ass time. The only difference is most of us will probably go hit the babe nut and leave the babe without having her level of pleasure. And you know, she doesn't get to orgasm. So what the hell will Viagra do for her at that point? Like think of how Viagra affects guys when they don't nut or when they're unable to get sex. Like that shit affects them really, really badly. Although at the same time, like let me also address the part of people that actually do think that Viagra might actually be a good thing for women because I think that yes, to a certain degree, we probably should get something that can help women last long. Because much as we don't want to admit it or we probably never really do, there's a lot of women that actually orgasm or come or not very very quickly like it's considered like oh male prowess or some shit by some people and other people just don't talk about it but there's babes that come too quickly as in you go in it's barely a few strokes in and babes is already done and i do think maybe the viagra might actually work for them because there's a lot of times that a lot of babes have actually gone gotten the d gotten to nut and then all of a sudden pull the excuse of I'm tired or I'm not feeling good just so they can stop and they make sure this guy does not go back in and I'm totally against that like definitely there's you know the whole thing with oh you know babes can continue going even after they nut and everything and I'm totally down for that as well but I'm gonna even admit like I've had a personal experience where I've gone to hit a babe and after doing the do and making sure that she's had her orgasm, she's gotten to nut and everything, while I'm trying to get my nut, she's like, nope, I'm tired. I'm done. I don't think I can do this anymore. And you're like, wait, what? And like, I paused for a bit, you know, then I wanted to initiate it again. Then she's like, no, I can't do it anymore. Oh, I'm not getting wet again. And I can admit the annoyance is mad. So for the babes, I usually say, oh, you know, you don't know what it's like when when a, when a nigga just hits and then he nuts and then he doesn't care about your nut, I know exactly how it feels. So I can say for a fact that I know what it's like to go do the do with somebody and then right after all of that, be reminded why it is that jerking off at home was probably way more unbothering than the person that you went to do it with. So yes, I know exactly the feeling. And yes, to some degree, I think Viagra for women should probably exist. But I just don't think that many women will actually purchase it, so there's a pretty good chance that they won't actually push on with that research to actually make it. But that said, let us move it on to our next tweet. Men, do not sleep with promiscuous women. They are dirty with maldorous spirits. They will contaminate you with their contagious character and distract you from your purpose. Do not be a promiscuous man. Respect yourself. Now, that last line, I'm going to say, is entirely up to you. Actually, this entire thing is entirely up to you as a guy, of course. But uh, I'm going to start from the top on this one. Uh, not sleeping with a promiscuous woman. I think that's entirely subjective. If y'all are just doing the do and you're not intending on dating her or having anything with her, I think is is perfectly okay. Because the way I see it, if she's not going to bang you, she's probably going to bang somebody else. So... If you have a chance to partake in that pleasure, then why the fuck not? Like, that's how I see it. Like, even when you find cases of the girlfriend cheating or a wife cheating with some other guy, I normally don't blame the other guy. Because at the end of the day, 
he's not in the commitment he was just a tool that was used by somebody in that commitment to commit an act that was not morally correct now that said if you are with a babe who is cheating with her nigga and you are hoping to be with that babe then there is a pretty good chance that you are playing yourself there because if this babe can cheat on her nigga with you and then wants to start dating you just the same way babes usually say just the same way i tell all sorts of people that are banging guys that are cheating on their girlfriends what tells you that he or she will not cheat on you if they can do it to the partner that they're with what makes you think that you're so different that they won't do it with you all it takes is for them to feel like they're done with whatever it is that they're probably complaining at you constantly about then they'll go and they'll do it so please get it through your head you're not that special and even though you could be the probability is very 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 low although then again when you kind of look at how babes usually cheat usually because there's something called the mate switch hypothesis that i was reading about some time ago like some babes will start probably dating or seeing the guy that they are probably ending up with or want to end up with while they're still seeing their current man probably when the relationship is on the rocks and they're about to end things and that does happen from time to time so maybe in such a case maybe it might be them trying to get into another relationship although at the same time you probably could just be a rebound and since you can't always determine which of which you are probably you should view yourself as disposable or just there for the sex don't look forward to anything more than that if you are make sure you leave a bit of a dotted line around that string just so that you know very well there's a pretty good chance it's not going to happen but then again i might be wrong about it so that said let us move it on to our final tweet of the episode man goes away for a two-week job conference leaving his wife at home on returning he finds the toilet blocked decides to call a plumber who finds the cause of the blockage is a condom all right Whew. this this one is hard like it's very hard when you kind of think about what it does to a guy and from a guy's perspective like this wrecks the hell out of a guy like yes i know there's somebody that's gonna be over there that's gonna be like well at least she used protection right like fuck that shit like we don't care about whether she used protection or not although actually yeah we do if we knew that it was raw then it would be worse but the fact that she used protection still means that she did it and that's already really really bad and oof like when guys are cheated on and i know i've spoken about this with a couple of my friends and shit and you know guys that i have a casual relationship with that also listen to and comment on this podcast like when a guy is cheated on it's like it feels worse it's almost to a certain degree a bit worse and i'm not saying this to justify guys cheating or anything i don't endorse it i just say like it feels worse because it's like she was expected to not do it and i know guys also not expected to do it but when you look at it from a social standpoint when us guys are coming in from before the relationship into the relationship 
it's you know do you want to have sex yes 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 then when you get into the relationship now you're supposed to say no so we have a history of saying yes the entire time then now we have to say no and stay faithful to say one babe or some shit not unless you're in an open relationship and so on but now with babes it's like no 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 then even when you get into the relationship you know it's also a no 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 because you know before the relationship you were being choosy with who you got to sleep with now you're in the relationship so it's just you continuing to choose but you know sticking your choice to one person so when she suddenly starts saying yes to other people like that shit hits hard it hits really really hard so to a huge degree for guys it feels like it's worse it genuinely does and now you can start adding the other bits of disrespect that usually make this shit worse you know finding the condom in your house which means that somebody was probably sloppy when they were trying to take it out you know like the fact that it was done in your house as well also means that somebody decided to disrespect the house that you're probably paying for so that they could do their misdeeds there worse still than that they probably did it on the matrimonial bed because it's usually the husbands of the house they usually go and fuck around and use the kids bed not the women the women don't usually use the kids bed that shit it's mostly us guys that will do that shit we rarely ever bang a babe on the matrimonial bed because that to a certain degree feels like a next level kind of disrespect but when babes do it for some reason it's like the matrimonial bed usually becomes a pretty good choice in terms of places to be fucked in you know besides things like the car that the guy probably bought for you and so on and so forth so like that level of disrespect the pain that a guy feels when his babe cheats on him when his wife cheats on him like that shit is next level and honestly if i was this guy you know it would be really hard because i've spoken about the whole idea of you know sometimes you can take them back but you guys will have to go for cancelling and shit but probably the first instinct is to just pack up your shit and leave like for you as a guy you could choose to pack up your shit and leave as the first instinct some people would go fight something i don't endorse and you know some people would probably call like a full-on family meeting or expose them on social media or some shit something you also don't endorse but all in all she cheated and probably the first cause of action is asking her if she wants to end the relationship or some shit and then as you're doing that you know you better make sure you've already made your decision whether you want to leave or stay and then you know take the next cause of action as is but still at the end of it as a guy from a guy's perspective when your shorty does this bruh this shit rips you apart like there's being heartbroken and then there's being ripped apart this shit rips you apart but then again it's not like the babes would know exactly how we'd feel just the same way we don't know exactly the way they'd feel so i want your thoughts on this the dms are open on twitter it is at bagaka the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle on facebook and on ig it is at break time on my side slide into the dms there the dms are always open thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below if you are listening through some app that allows for ratings and reviews a rating and or review will be highly appreciated and i will catch you guys on the next break